welcome everyone to the show in the making thanks a lot for tuning in we are your hosts arman and raghav and here in we hosts young entrepreneurs and talk about their journey and how they converted their idea into a reality the episode begins now arman thank you so much arman and raghav for having me there here at in the podcast my name is sahil prathi and i'm the founder of keto india and limofy uh we're a healthcare tech company that uh helps people reverse their type 2 diabetes pcos hypothyroidism cholesterol weight gain um through personalized integrative uh, nutrition and supplementation uh that complement what the doctor is selling them as people manage and reverse these ailments these ailments are also called as chronic care ailments right so so yeah i'm uh, i've i've done my engineering from nsit uh we still call it an sit so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, back in 2015 from the batch of 2015 and mm-hmm. um, i worked as a company at companies like travel triangle and novisor as product manager and as a developer in companies like samsung and tonos incorporated yeah so a bit about me so yeah great interesting so before we get into product management and keto i wanted to know how was your college life like 2011 when you entered college what did you aspire to become and what were your goals then yeah so rago my uh, goals kind of constantly kept changing over time and they evolved right and i think all those evolve uh, evolution of those goals have really helped me out in my entrepreneurial journey as well right when i actually entered college i had little idea in terms of like when i entered college all i wanted to do was engineering basically and make it to a good college right so that kind of got accomplished when we got into nsc uh, but yeah. uh, uh, when i got into college i was very hungry to kind of learn a lot of things or perspectives that i missed out on because of extensive studying in our class 11 and 12 right so uh, that was there when i entered college i just wanted to kind of teach myself everything that the college or the smart people in the college had to offer right and um i explored everything from theaters to debating to entrepreneurship um to social work um, you know i was right uh, to event hosting right so i was trying to figure out everything that there was and i was parallelly programming as well i was doing a fair bit of coding as well because of my inclination towards technology in general um and uh, and when we kind of when i kind of uh, you know reached by, by by the time i reached my fourth year of college i took up you know software development as my first job so that's how things went right but um, in terms of what i aspired to be um, you know in my first and second year of college i wanted to be an actor uh, in my third year i wanted to be an engineer and by the end of fourth year i realized that i i had a knack for product management right so every year there was right. a different me So, out of college, you chose to be a product manager. Uh, manager after uh, going into software development. So, uh, how did you figure out uh, you were the right fit for product management? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Raga, what happened was that back in 2015, product management was not as cool as now it is now, right? Right now, yeah, everybody yeah, right. right from a developer to a consultant wants to get into want wants to get into product yeah. management. It's a very hot career right now. Yeah. Back in 2015, there was no job. uh being offered as a product manager to any uh any student in fourth year right it was either developer consultant analyst there was no product management job mm-hmm. and concept was very naive even startups were uh, trying to figure out what product management is as a career right uh my first job offer that i got was in a company called chronos incorporate that was in the first month of the placement season that's where i got my first job offer and um uh, so that used to be an a plus plus company hamare nsit mein there were these terms right a a plus a plus plus and dream jobs right and mm-hmm. if you a plus you could not apply for an a plus you could not apply for a lower a job lower in the category but for higher ones you could apply right 
so kronos okay. was a plus plus job offer that i got and 6 months later there was a company that came in the campus uska naam was akosha right mm-hmm. and they were offering a software company so i was eligible to apply for that us time pe i applied for that role and they were offering a 2x 2x the salary which which i had currently right and uh, like every desperate engineering college student who just wants to kind of have a higher salary i applied basically right and uh you know had three four rounds and eventually got to the final round as a software development uh interviewee uh the person interviewing me in the company said that uh you know sahil i i went through a candidature and i think that uh, you'd be a better fit for a product management role and this was like towards the last stage where probably the salary discussion might have happened right and he mm-hmm. said that that is the role that you'd be more fit for and you know you have you've done entrepreneurial competitions i i done a lot of b plan competitions back in college you have an act for business and uh, you uh, you understand technology as well and that that's those are good initial signs for you to kind of consider that as a career and nobody told me more told me about this as a career in the first place right so like being the desperate person i was i just said nahi yaar i i want to do software development i am very passionate about this and uh, and back of my head it, it was all that you know it was just higher ctc or really, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah yeah <clears throat> work in right uh, i came back home and a week later i got a call from the same company there was a college senior who had worked his name was arshit right and he called me and said that sahil you would be a i spoke to the founder and the person who interviewed you and he believes that you would be a better fit for product management as a career so we don't want to select you for a development role but you come to the uh, come to our office and interview for a product management uh, career right and all i could do in those two to three days when i got as a window was read up a bit about product management or hoti kya basically right mujhe aisa lage i don't know right i go to their office i interview there for about 4 hours mera wo sabse lamba interview abhi tak meri life mein i was interviewed for about 4 4 and a half hours i still remember like from 3:30 pm to like 7:30 pm I was grilled like crazy, and by the time I stepped out of the interview room, uh, I was crying. I was crying like because it was such a grilling interview. And I called up my best friend from college, and he said, "I said, yeah, like one, this interview is too tough, and two, I don't know if I'm, I, I'm a fit for a product management role because this was tough, man. This was really mm-hmm. tough, man." He tested me on all aspects, right, in terms of what my uh, skill set is, in terms of my education, in terms of uh, my relevance for the role. Everything was tested, right. and i was not expecting to get through right and a week later i get a call again that i've been selected for a product management role and that came off as a big surprise for me right a guy who had no idea about product management just 10 days prior gets offered a role uh, and that role is typically given to people in 2015 to people who at least have 2 to 3 years of experience and an mba mm-hmm. degree and and guess what uh, we i did not take that role also uh, i spoke to the folks and i did not take that role. <laughs> I was that they said that we are moving from Delhi to Bangalore and uh, uh, and uh, you know I because I still did not have a complete idea of what I was stepping into so I said let's do software development ये मुझे समझ आती है product मुझे भी समझ नहीं आता क्या होता है basically मैं कैसे चले जाऊँ basically right so um, I went to Kronos Incorporated that was a Fortune 500 company big company basically right but uh, three four months into it I was doing a really good job there in the company uh, was writing good code was building good products. but i was just getting bored because i was just a part of a big machinery right nothing wrong or right i just wanted to be in a more fast paced environment and in those 3 4 months um, i kept thinking about what my college senior had told me that i would be a better fit for a product manager right so i started reading up a lot of literature by you know in terms of what product management is i started speaking to the product managers in kronos and the only thing that he said was that dekha mere baal to safed hai 
तो सफेद होके ही होगा प्रोडक्ट मैनेजर बनेगा तो मतलब आई एम की तैयारी कर ले फिर जाइए वहां पर राइट देन आई आई एक्चुअली अप्लाइड फॉर यू नो देर देर वर अलॉट ऑफ प्रोडक्ट मैनेजमेंट हैकेथॉन्स दैट वर गोइंग ऑन बाय अ कंपनी कॉल्ड माय रेफर्स देयर वाज देयर वाज अ कंपनी दैट यूज्ड टू ऑर्गेनाइज हैकेथॉन्स राइट एंड आई वेयर वेयर यू नो सीजन प्रोडक्ट मैनेजर्स वुड कम एंड सॉल्व अ प्रॉब्लम एंड हुएवर वुड विन दे वुड मे बी बी ऑफर्ड अ जॉब और बी ऑफर्ड सम मनी एज अ रिवॉर्ड राइट राइट आई वेंट फॉर थ्री हैकेथॉन्स कंसेक्युटिवली फ्रॉम माय मंथ 4 टू मंथ 6 इन माय जॉब एंड in those three hackathons i had five job offers four to five job offers so three of them were by the three yeah. companies that were organizing the hackathons one by the organizer of the hackathon and one was one of the guy, uh, women who were interviewing me in the hackathon right 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 and like this and and everybody in the uh, in the room was mostly i was 22 and everybody who i saw was either an im graduate or an isb graduate but i kind of realized that this is something that i have a knack for it comes naturally to me and uske baad i decided that you know let's Uh, consider this as a career opportunity, and that's why I decided to move to Travel Triangle uh, as an opportunity because I got a feedback from one of my mentors that the director of products is there is quite smart, and he will really kind of teach product management because it was still a very ambig- ambiguous career, and even now is that mm-hmm. what does product manager really do? So I wanted to get it right, uh, and that's why you know Travel Triangle happened. Stayed there for about two and a half, three years. Had the best time of my life learning product management and learning about what the fine founders mindset is, and haven't looked back ever ever since. Right? Even as a matter of fact, even my current company, uh, one of my employees from Travel Triangle is an advisor in our company. Right? So uh, that's how uh, yeah. good my stint was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you talked yeah, about consuming some content uh, when you wanted to switch to product management. Uh, like what all did you read or? watch if you remember um see i i read a lot about product management from uh, the one book that i would highly highly recommend everybody is something called as cracking the pm interview by gail lackman mcdowell mm-hmm. um that gave me a breadth and depth about what product management is right um she also records a lot of uh, interviews in terms of how a product management interview will look like um uh, it gave me an insight in terms of how product management is different from microsoft in microsoft versus amazon versus in a startup and what kind of pm roles uh, there are right there is a growth pm mm-hmm. there is a data pm there is a tech pm pm there is a ux pm and who was i as a person basically right so that kind of gave me a good insight in terms of what a product manager does and is right and i realized that a common question that would come to me is that why do you want to do product management so early in your career and do you even understand what a pm does right and the fact that i talked sense to them was a good starting for the starting point for them to consider me right right career. right so that i think was a big plus one uh, back So yeah. So what PM were you? Uh, UX, data, which one? Yeah, uh, I realized that. Um, so there is, and I was a generalist PM, which means that I would work cross departments. Which means that I would speak to UX folks as well. I would speak to design. I would do analytics, product analytics, and business analytics as well. So I used to drive metrics for. for the entire product which would mean uh, optimizing for say number of leads that would be generated from visitors or number of conversions or mm-hmm. i would take complete ownership of metrics for blogs and i would do whatever it takes to kind of move the needle basically right so i call myself mix pm or generalist pm uh, who understands things across uh, technology design ui ux general uh, analytics and i call myself as a pm who might not be the best in every room but he will be good in a lot of rooms basically right so uh, that was my strength that i could uh, like talk sense and uh, get the best from people from various departments and eventually move the product where it needs to move right and i think 
uh, that kind of product management is 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 a great strength to have even in entrepreneurship at a later stage in your career. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right. So, um, Sahil, what? Let's just go switch from here till the point where you took the call of quitting your job. So, um, how exactly did that decision happen, and what was your like going through your mind at that point of time? Yeah, I was extremely afraid. I wouldn't even deny, right? So, mm-hmm. because a background about why I started this company was that uh, you know two and a half years into my product management journey, yeah. Um, my mom had a major brain surgery it was on 17 september 2017 i still remember it 6 days after my 25th birthday right um and i had to immediately take a break from work couldn't even serve the notice period for one day only i had to tell my employer that i can't work right now because i have to be off my job I had to take care of my mom both my sister and i took a break from work uh, and uh, and i had to research massively in terms of why she needed a surgery in the first place and what can we do to make sure that the need for surgery is not there going forward right mm-hmm. so studied healthcare in general and i was so bad in healthcare that i didn't even want to study bio after class 12 basically it was that yeah, bad yeah, yeah. and mera sir bhari hota tha to read mera bahut sir bhari hota tha to read healthcare in the first place because mm-hmm. uh, it taught me naturally right right so it took me nine to research mass- massively on uh, nutrition supplementation clinical trials I put my mom uh, on a integrative protocol which i talked about in earlier mm-hmm. in the discussion it's been four and a half years my mom is healthy right so mujhe wahan par samajh aaya that it's that chronic care like issues like type 2 diabetes pcos thyroid uh, cholesterol fatty liver weight gain or epilepsy all these use cases keep seeing a recurrence the moment you get off the drugs that the doctor prescribes to them and i realized that the future of healthcare is going to be personalized and integrative right right so from right. i moved to innovator because of my natural uh, interest in healthcare in general and mm-hmm. i really with the founders at innovator innovator is a huge company now it's a 3 billion dollar plus uh, valued mm-hmm. company right uh i think i uh, we were running this page, page as a hobby my sister and i we would just put out content and thoda organically grow when <clears throat> we got right. sales so after those few sales i kind of decided that yaar uh, you know how i how about i kind of do it full time and see and figure things out and by the time i had taken a decision to kind of quit my job my appraisal was one month away and uh, and we had no website all we had was a google form on our instagram page with 1500 followers and we had like 30 sales 30 to 40 sales right so from how many followers 1500 to 200 followers aise kuch followers hai hamare uh, yes. on instagram and we had 30 sales jisme main salesman tha i would do the sales and we had a nutritionist hired on a freelance basis who would do the nutrition for us basically right so what did you guys do like kisi ka call aata tha to usko uske hisab se bas call pe bata dete ki ye ye khana hai aapko isme us google form bharwa dete instagram pe we would put content they would just fill a google form i would do the sales call and i would get them to pay and there would be a nutrition would be hired no technology play nothing at all it was just right, right, instagram right. play so up to technology we evolve over फिर उसके बाद आई डिसाइड यार इफ आई कैन गेट 2013 कैन आई नॉट इंक्रीज इट टू लाइक 100 200 300 मेबी राइट एंड दैट वुड बी दैट वुड बी फन राइट आई वाज लाइक आई वाज इन अ स्वीट स्पॉट वेयर देयर देयर वाज नो रिस्क लाइक इन द सेंस दैट यू नो 4 5 इयर्स लेटर दिस प्रेशर ऑफ यू गेटिंग मैरिड ऑल ऑफ दैट आई वाज लाइक दिस इज द स्वीट स्पॉट टू मेबी टेक द प्लंज राइट 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 स्पोक टू माय मेंटर एंड इनोवेटर माय एम्प्लॉयर एंड इनोवेटर हु स्टिल इज वेरी हेल्पफुल टू मी ब्रेनस्टॉर्म दिस आईडिया विद हिम एंड ही सेड दैट मेबी इट वुड बी अ गुड आईडिया फॉर फॉर यू टू टेक द प्लंज एंड यू नो I it took me like ten days to kind of fifteen days with shivery legs to even talk to my employer, right? Like so, it took me fifteen mm. days to kind of gather the guts to say that I will quit the job 
and I will not have a job anymore. Right? That is a very very exactly. difficult. Exactly. Like jumping that's 15 at yeah. Okay. Yeah, that jumping is the most yeah. difficult part. So when when I actually quit, I was extremely nervous. Right? I was extremely nervous. Um, parents did not understand that five six thousand rupees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which ke kaise kaise? Nobody and Even people who we had to hire, they would not understand how is this even a registered company or legit company because there's just Instagram page website भी नहीं है, right? Right. Domain खरीदा था. It was at a point where we hadn't even purchased the domain name. I had just from a very very high paying job, right? So right. It was very difficult, but I think um, uh, I was calm as a person because I backed myself in terms of my understanding of technology, business, mm-hmm. product. That was how it was, right? But very nervous, but. uh but i was like calm to that that i'll figure out a way around it so yeah so aapne bolta ki humne personalized advance denge in logo ko fir aapke didn't you think ki isko fir scale kaise karenge agar personalized hoga to to wo scale karne mein mushkil wo wo wala problem kaise solve kiya wo humne technology se solve kiya so we uh, leverage machine learning to personalize the care protocol right so for example what we did was that uh, sahil Was a woman who had type type two diabetes and PCOS, had irregular period cycles, facial hair and, and acne, um, likes to have four meals a day, is veg- and is vegetarian and is lactose intolerant. Our technology will find the nearest person of to Sahil in terms of number of meals, portion of meals, and supplementation, uh, and uh, that would be uh, be the protocol that will be assigned to our clients basically, right? So that kind of makes takes care of the scalability portion portion of it, right? And uh, mm-hmm. Uh, that was a major lever for us to figure out with time, basically, right? Um, and that is one of the major entrepreneurship lessons as well, right? You always start with things that are non-scalable, then you figure out process around it, and then you prioritize the process. Mm-hmm. Do things that don't that don't scale, no? <laughs> yeah. So that this is what you're talking about is a learning by Brian Chensky, who's the founder of Airbnb. He starts with doing skills that things that don't scale. That's a very famous line by him, Brian Chensky. Like mm-hmm. you should do things that don't scale first. Hmm. And that's exactly what we did as well. So, yeah. uh, so, after that, so you got your first customers, and so, 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 So that's a good point, uh, and uh, so there is a concept in branding that we leverage here, right? Uh, and um, it goes back uh, so the point that uh, uh, Raghav Raghav is raising is that uh, uh, what are the things that that you can get people to want it instead of just the fact that you need it, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it you should do things that don't scale to be able to figure out what their needs and what their wants are, right? um and right. for that you have to figure out their untold pains and their unexpected gains right mm-hmm. and then they get wanted basically right so for example we realized that uh, our persona or user persona is uh, somebody who has a very busy lifestyle uh, has tried medication and has a had a recurrence of disease uh, but they don't want they don't have time to exercise and they don't have time to cook but they have money to be able to buy and they want to leverage that money to be able to buy time right उसमें 
and we wanted to kind of fill both these voids basically right and we said that we will make sure that it will take care of your travel plans it will take care of your cheat meals it will take care of all the indian delicious recipes that you would need and we would also give you supplementation basically and most importantly we don't say no to what the doctor is telling you to do if the woman with gynecology if the woman with irregular period cycles uh is on a protocol we will say that you can continue to do the protocol that you're on you just have to complement it we will not just help you reverse it but manage it in the long run right you will not have an irregular period cycle again basically right that those are bold statements that you would want basically right so uh i think it comes from uh first doing the initial sales yourself as a founder to figure out the difference between needs and want then extend that to your sales pitch extend that to your marketing campaigns extend that to your product design extend that to the copywriting that you do on the product extend that to your landing page and extend that in the uh design guideline that there is and in the skin of the company also right all those things kind of begin to come in time so yeah so uh, the basis for that is uh, that you will build trust that they don't want to go wrong again right so how do Correct. you build that trust are user uh, like when i have a website print there user testimonials there so is that enough or कुछ and third third is personalizing for your experience which means sab log aapko testimonials de denge but there will not be individualized product or personalized product for women with pcos versus people with type 2 diabetes which means it has to be very modular and decoupled product basically right so the user journey for women with pcos will be very different for person with type 2 diabetes for, for and different with hypothyroidism with cholesterol for example right and fourth is data right like can you present that um i will help you reduce your hp1c markers by 1.5 1.1 units in the half months of doing the protocol with us right when you make a statement like this it suddenly clicks with them that they are not just testimony but they are seeing data as well right and there are actual humans who have recorded their videos to tell about the results that we got from them right so it's actually about getting all those pieces correct right from you know as i said the website design your modular product to right kind of copywriting to right kind of product uh metrics that you want to talk to users right people are quite smart they understand things and you have to kind of convey make kind of communication to on the on the various products that you are on uh, so, 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 so why did you just stick to diet or like thyroid vagara matlab aur bhi to kafi bimari hai jo acche diet plan se sahi ho sakti hai to sirf abhi isse bhi kis stick ho aap log yes so abhi humne we uh, so as i said, in the starting uh t20 india was initially came in from a niche perspective which was one of the uh, protocols that we were doing right mm-hmm. um over time we realized that um, you know it is not just ketogenic nutrition protocol it is low glycemic index nutrition protocol seed cycling supplementation uh, clinical trial insights all of them will be a part of the bigger picture right which is why we decided that we will start another domain called leofi.com and the intent is that so that the name does not stay very limiting in terms of approach and that will right. take care of cons- right and uh, we don't just stick to one chronic ailment we do uh, all kind of protocols whether it's type 2 diabetes hypothyroidism pcos fatty liver cholesterol um, brain tumor uh, we want to kind of pick up more aggressive protocols with time as well right uh, but the idea is to kind of you know these in itself are big lives number of lives like i don't like to 
call them markets, but there are huge number of people in India and itself who face these problems, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we kind of attack them at scale first, and when you kind of playbookize the process of reversing PCOS in terms of right from the point of getting them to pay to servicing them to building technology that is scalable, then you do that playbook across chronic ailments, right? So it becomes a plug and play for you, right? It takes care of the scaling. Right, right, right. So. आपने अभी बोला था कि वन ऑफ द पेमेंट फ्रॉड्स की यूजर्स पास टाइम नहीं है बस उनको कर दो तो उनको सही है तो एक पेमेंट फिर ये भी दोगा कि जैसे उन्हें चीज़ तो मिल जाएगी ठीक है हमें क्यूटो वाली इडली बनानी है बट अगर कोई बना आपके ये नहीं लगा कि चलो हम उनको बना के दे देते डिलीवर कर देते क्लाउड किचन सेटअप करके we actually ask people ki tumhe kya kya chahiye right even if we don't provide them right so do you want keto food products do you want uh, low carb food products plus to any products do you want us to do food delivery from them for for you or do you want a personalized consultation or do you just want supplementation what is it that you want from us basically right so that is very data driven one is that the percentage of people that we found uh, who wanted this uh, because we asked the customer was lesser because it got expensive for them right like um, If you look at most competitors, they would probably charge anywhere between twenty to thirty thousand rupees a month. Yeah, right? that is salary for most people. Right? Mm-hmm. So not a lot of people kind of afford that kind of cost. That was one mm-hmm. that would reduce our TAM total addressable market significantly. And mm-hmm. second was that scalability was hard. Right, like if I was in Delhi today, uh, can I expand to twenty to twenty states in India just by plug and play? That was not possible because I had to set up cloud kitchen across yeah, all states. Right. Can I expand to across the globe by just sitting in an office in Delhi? That was not possible, right? So one was we spoke to the customers and understood their requirements, and second was that can we scale fast uh, with where we are, right? So that was there. Um, I understand it's a good model, but the market size is smaller, which we which we kind of realized, which which is why I did not make a good move to kind of consider that as an approach. So yeah, right. So um, uh, Sahil, I would like to <clears throat> sorry throw some light on how your Very first MVP was, and how is your current product different from it, or how has it evolved through time, and what were some like very key challenges that you faced during that product uh, evolution of your product from the very first Instagram or Google form to what mm. now it is. Higher our MVP was very simple. It was just an Instagram yeah. page which had mm. posts on it, which probably had few of my photos and few recipes, photos and some science. That's all we had, right? right? it was a very nice page um and all it had was a google form uh, in it and that was the mvp i quit my job with with a google form in place right <laughs> i feel very and the first seven eight people who joined us also they used to like think yaar hum company join kyu kar rahe hain this company only has a google form has one guy in a room for <laughs> how do we put i trust in him and uh, uh he's offering us an internship and our first eight employees were all interns right so it was right, right. no just because it was just interns working on a google form right that was our mvp but then we started to kind of evolve the product then we slowly started to move on to building a website because uh you know you can you can only sell so much without a website basically right like right, right, right. their help Uh, who has hypothyroidism with somebody who has a Google form and can upload like two memes on Instagram? Validity wale issue. Yeah, validity wale issue. That basically. Right. So then we like, have to build a web- website first, right? So we started right. building right. website. Website. Then we decided that organically you can only grow so, so much. So we decided to move on to paid platforms. So started running our mm. Facebook ad. Right? And I still remember that right. we had decided uh, the first sale that we would get through our paid ad, we would. 
people get drunk on the same day in the office, right? So we did that, right? So healthcare companies getting healthy at the first, <laughs> first sale, and right. then we built landing pages to optimize for our paid campaigns, right? Uh, then we expanded across uh, Google, Facebook, YouTube, uh, all paid platforms, basically, right? So we slowly evolved there. Uh, then we built a CRM uh, to be able to mm-hmm. build a platform for business development folks uh, to be able to consume the leads in an efficient manner. Then we built automations around the CRM, right? Uh, to be able to automate all processes, right? Uh, then we built a machine learning technology that could take part of the scale that, that could take care of the scalability bit uh, in terms of uh, protocols that we designed for our clients, right? Then we moved on to the app, right? So I was an app product manager, and everybody on day one told me that why why you have to build an app, right? And we built an app two years later, two and a half years later, right? Right. Uh, I had an expertise in app, right? So it takes a lot of patience uh, to like. Uh, stop yourself from the itch of doing what you know the best uh, and right, do right, things right. that are comfortable and are not you basically, right? So it was a slow, gradual process to kind of reach to a point where there is some some sort of scalability that comes in, right? Now, now we are thirty five mm-hmm. people. Right? We have like fifteen people full time, uh, eight twenty people working, eighteen people on an agency model, and two advisors in the company, right? So takes a while, uh, but that's how the product evolved from like a Google. form to a fully fledged like entire product stack that we have now right so uh, basically it like it's a very if if i would ask you that is it right to say that you do not need a very fancy app or a website to start off your product or start off your entrepreneurship journey like a very common thing i hear among my friends is that yaar you need a very strong app on the day zero to begin to have anything on towards this entrepreneurial side so is is that a right notion to begin with so i'll tell you something very nice here this was a learning that my employer told me and i was in mm-hmm. travel tribal right and mm-hmm. he told me that i had this line of thought one year into i was an apm an associate product manager right right he told my employer that i don't have the next two sprints planned for my developers how will i keep them busy right because i don't have something mm-hmm. to plan right and unhone bola ki And and I said that I don't want to waste your money. Like, up lakhs of money spent. Karrovi, eight log engineering team ko, and I don't have tasks to give to them. To them, right? And he said that your job as a product manager is not to keep your engineers busy or to not overbuild. That is not required, right? It is to actually create lesser features that do more, right? So answering your question, right? Like, a job of a good entrepreneur product manager is not to create more features, but to create the ones that are relevant for the user, right? So mm. on days you know you don't right. need a your app you need what the user <clears throat> yeah you that's what right. you need. it could be a mature app it could be a Google form it could be just a sales call it could just be WhatsApp in itself basically right mm-hmm. so is exactly what the user needs right and uh and the lesser effort it takes to ship the better because you can validate and fail and move on to the next step basically right. we still use the google form approach right like if you want to test a market or test a certain audience we continue to use a google form at least with more mature tracking in place but we still use that approach uh, to to test market fail fast move on to the next thing basically right mm-hmm. if there's a hypothesis that we want to hypothesis that we want to validate we get five three or four interns test a certain uh, audience see if it's working or not what is it that they need can we grow or get we can we get them to pay if yes uh, then we scale that market and that's how we kind of keep iterating and go keep going forward so yeah so apne uh, first uh, instead facebook ad garden baat kari thi to what was your copyright uh, co- content writing like ki mila aise kya likha tha ki log aa bhi jaye 
And you would say right. you can have a butter chicken and still be able to reverse your PCOS, right? So that is the top position, right? Right, right. Like you put a picture of butter chicken uh, as an image and say that we will fix your PCOS, and there would be a lead form. They would fill that lead form. We would just go give them a sales call and uh, get them to pay basically, right? Um, we did horribly initially. Like it was like in the first two hundred people, three hundred people, only one person used to pay, right? But we realize that ads work. We just don't know them enough, basically, right? So I. spent a lot of time reading about digital marketing paid advertising right i was a product manager so i had an yeah. understanding of what happens after the user lands on the website or app i don't mm-hmm. know how to get people to land on the website or app that is digital marketing right so right. i would teach myself that spoke to a lot of digital marketers there i'm now we built a very mature digital marketing product management system that that just keeps running on autopilot basically right so so yeah right um, Uh, so I was just about to ask that um, as a founder of uh, a company, what is your usual like? What does your usual day look like? Yeah, I it's very hectic and it's very stressful and it does and it's never easy basically, right? Like right uh, because you're always on the edge. The market dynamics change every two months and you have to evolve and. there are always lesser people than you need in the company and because you're a bootstrap company <laughs> right. it's very very difficult right like uh, it starts with work at 10:30 uh, start with my initial meeting with my entire uh, full time folks i coordinate with them uh, there's a lot of certain targets that we kind of put for them and uh, then we kind of uh, you know i i work with my development social media marketing digital marketing folks uh, explain to them on what needs to be achieved and uh, you know they kind of execute right it's a mix of lot of research lot of coordination over communication with various team members um and uh, and and you know discussing in terms of partnerships growth product management right so it's all of them combined right so it's a very very power packed day throughout and in most cases it's seven days working only it's not you don't have an mm-hmm. office so like uh, you don't have a personal life you don't have you, like there are only few you you you'll, you'll have deeper friendships but lesser friendships yeah and, right uh, How it is right. It's tough. It's not easy. Um, it does, but it does come with a grat. It's a gratifying journey, but it's a tough journey. And every day is uh, a lot of work across departments, right? Where you're making sure the existing business keeps functioning, and you're focusing on growth as well. So yeah. So right, right, right. Next thing you, uh, you guys want to achieve like a app even gay digital marketing be wo gaya. Or when you have sub kuch pause the automatic ho chuka hai. So ab next thing pe kya focus kar rahe ho? Ab yar so. first the step one in which takes about two two and a half three years of maturity is to build the building blocks right all the blocks that you need and now is the time to leverage those blocks to scale up faster basically right mm-hmm. so next is to leverage these blocks that you build to scale the company right so next two years will be kind of uh, now we've gotten results we understand certain markets we have systems in place we know how things break uh, now is the scaling part that comes into picture for the next two three years we'll be focusing more on that and that in itself will have its own challenges basically right now like you know the initial stages of companies to hire to execute right which means that you need people who can execute on your behalf right um and that takes a lot of learning to teach like to get people to execute on your behalf right but now the stage of the company is that you need managers on your behalf who can 
uh, take decisions on your behalf right so the state of the companies where i have to reduce dependency of myself uh, in the company so that uh, you know uh, uh, there are people who make decisions on my behalf right and that's a different uh, kind of a journey that's a different kind of mindset that needs me to mature as a person as well uh, and that's what we're up to now so yeah ठीक है। मैंने इंटरव्यू Okay. Um, okay. So you're saying that marginal utility को minimize करने के लिए हम तब भी काम कर रहे हैं basically, mm-hmm. uh, right? Right. Hey. See, so the idea is that Naval Navikant Ekosis बोलता है that uh, you know, uh, like you have to be courageous enough to be constantly be uh, keeping a mindset of starting afresh. If uh, you know you've read about what he says, right? So the idea is that when you see that there is some amount of boredom that is coming coming and the problem is solved then it has to be playbookized enough for somebody else to lead it basically right so mm. that's the stage of you hiring for uh, managing or scaling the system basically right so you could be the brainchild but there will be a point where you have to empty your calendar for somebody else to take the baton and uh, run that process on your behalf so that you can start with a clean slate on a new problem right and leverage the existing systems right so mm. compounding keeps coming where you keep leveraging the existing system right regret minimization is a great framework to work on and uh, it's something that really kind of helps me out right now as well right but naval ravi kant ke jo point hai to kind of jab tum marginal unit utility ke point pe pahunchate ho then you need ceos or managers to kind of right so it's a very different kind of a mindset right so some people can be extremely good execute and some people can be great thinkers basically right you need to know who you are right and you can be good in both but you need to figure out what is that you enjoy more also right so a good ceo can be a great executioner you could be a great thinker or you could be both but you want somebody else to execute on your behalf and you want to be the thinking tank of the company right so agar tumhe lagta hai that your thinking tank has been used enough to be able to build a system get somebody good better than you in fact or to run the system on your behalf and then get back to the regret minimization framework and see where can you can you actually disrupt right and in some cases it can happen that you might not want to disrupt the same sector anymore because your regret minimization framework does not tell you so right and uh, that is a tough point to have right like there could be a situation where it's a very strong statement that i also think that what if an entrepreneur wants to quit his own company that he built himself because he wants to disrupt something else right because the regret right. minimization framework tells them to do so right mm-hmm. that is where uh, you know the thing comes is that it's the state of marginal utility you need somebody good to execute on your behalf and you need to be courageous enough to start from a clean slate right that's very important right and i think that should have followed subconsciously i read about this by naval ravikant very recently when i saw his podcast with jorogil uh and uh, but i realized that i was subconsciously doing that is that your ability how good is your ability to constantly start afresh right like when i read mm-hmm. when i was in college i would start afresh from being a developer to a product manager which was just day zero right um i used to do I was an engineering mindset. I moved to theaters. It would it would take me unlearning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, engineering say healthcare or product management say again starting up. It's all about uh, getting back to a clean slate so that it's not marginal utility that you're optimizing for, for, right? And it's 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 tough and it takes you to be very brave. So yeah. Mm-hmm.
इसके बारे में मुझे जब मैं कॉलेज में था ना तब मुझे आई रियलाइज दिस राइट एंड व्हाट इज माय अनफेयर एडवांटेज राइट सो एवरीबॉडी द मोमेंट आई गॉट इनटू कॉलेज राइट आई वाज बीइंग ब्रॉट अप बाय यू नो क्वेश्चंस और मूवीज और कंटेंट वाज दैट यू नो यू हैव टू फाइंड दैट वन थिंग दैट यू आर पैशनेट अबाउट एंड यू हैव टू डू दैट वन थिंग फॉर दैट विल राइट बट एवरी ईयर ऑफ कॉलेज आई वाज डिस्कवरिंग न्यू पार्ट्स ऑफ मी राइट व्हिच वाज लाइक फर्स्ट ईयर में आई स्टम्बल्ड अपॉन डिबेटिंग और मुझे डिबेटिंग में बहुत मजा आया आई वाज जस्ट डूइंग डिबेटिंग नॉनस्टॉप बेसिकली राइट latter part of and i was doing event hosting right and i was doing engineering as well but mujhe engineering mein itna maza nahi aata and everybody is like you need to find that one thing that you are passionate about right and what i was realizing was that to find that one thing i will have to hustle very hard to find to taste a lot of skills to figure out what's my strength mm-hmm. i dabbled upon debating then i dabbled upon mioning then i dabbled i stumbled upon uh, uh, you know theaters right trained myself in acting did a lot of theaters was very inspired by shahrukh khan so i thought i'll uh, i'll do theaters in the long run life mein actor hi banenge right और जब जब मैं थिएटर्स कर रहा था एंड जब मैं इवेंट होस्टिंग कर रहा था समबडी सॉ मी परफॉर्म सॉ मी होस्ट एन इवेंट एंड ही टोल्ड मी दैट आई वांटेड टू डू अ बी प्लान कंपटीशन आई हैव अ बी प्लान आई जस्ट नीड समबडी गुड टू प्रेजेंट दैट बी प्लान ऑन माय बिहाफ राइट सो ही हैड द बी प्लान आई वुड जस्ट प्रेजेंट एंड प्रिटेंड दैट वाज माय बिजनेस प्लान कंपटीशन एंड वी मेड अ लॉट ऑफ मनी बाय जस्ट विनिंग अ लॉट ऑफ कंपटीशन राइट देन आई रियलाइज्ड दैट माय नैक फॉर इंजीनियरिंग एंड ऑल ऑफ दोस स्मॉल स्मॉल स्किल्स कंबाइंड लेड मी टू प्रोडक्ट मैनेजमेंट राइट and mujhe realize hua that the answer or the unfair advantage is not is the fact that i am not the best in any room i am good in a lot of rooms right and that is my it's a generalist mindset it's a mindset where you can say that i can work across departments and i can be good in a lot of rooms and i can get the best out of different people basically right so the 10000 hours started at a point in my hustle of figuring out different skill sets to find my passion and eventually i realized that finding that one passion is not the answer at all right the answer is to figuring out uh, you know 5 to 10 to 12 skills that you have that talk to each other mm-hmm. uh, that can create right, right, right. lateral thinking abilities mm-hmm. yeah lateral thinking right mm-hmm. um, and eventually i i read this quote by naval ravikant right where you know um, a cycler uh, in uh, uh, in a circus is not entertaining right Uh, a horse in uh, mm-hmm. in a stable is not interesting right but a cycler on a horse yeah. in a circus may be interesting basically so those are two skills getting combined and i had my aha moment uh, when i heard that podcast but i wrote about this before right because your skills right, right, right. each other basically and they begin to create magic basically that's very important that's the unfair advantage that i feel i have so yeah right say so um uh, over across all these years with all your experimentation and trying out different skill sets what do you feel is like your biggest mistake in general or if not in general then maybe as a founder of your own company what would you say is your biggest mistake that till it is somewhere yeah there are a lot of mistakes that i still do like i think the mm-hmm. volume of mistakes that i do every day is just huge right like and there is no right like there is no other way also Right. Um, I I tell people also that um, you know the only way to take right decisions is take to is take a lot of wrong decisions, 
the only way to take a lot of, a lot of decisions in the first place right um i think the major mistake uh, that i've done is that um, i have not i did not delegate for decision making from day one right um mm-hmm. i hired people uh, uh, to execute but i did not hire people to uh, take decision making on my behalf right um and that is very important which means that you need to have people in the system on day one or like as soon as possible who can challenge your thinking also right like the more wrong you can be told by somebody the better it is basically right i think that right. is one and second is that um uh you know get more perspective right like like getting more i think getting more perspective from people uh uh is very important before you take a decision so you know in a lot of situations just go going by my gut feeling has been right a lot of times but sometimes it's gone wrong as well right so right. i now what i do is that i speak to a lot of people before i take a critical decision but then i uh, i leverage my own learnings in terms of my uh, you know past few experiences to see how the future is going to shape up like right but mm-hmm. the major mistake i would say is to like not have people early on who could who i could uh, delegate for decision making on my behalf so yeah right so, so how would you use advice to kis kis sunni hai Yeah, uh, right, right. So it is like, um, yeah, you have to figure out people who uh, share context with you, right? So, for example, तो मगर अपनी parents की बात सुनोगे and try to figure out कि तुम्हें company start करनी है कि नहीं करनी. They don't understand the point of contact. They don't understand the context where you're coming from, right? Right. Uh, so they might not be the best decision makers, right? But you have to understand from a standpoint of where they are coming from, which means mm-hmm. that they're coming from a point that you have to consider getting. married at say certain age mm-hmm. so you have to listen to their perspective on that line of thought uh-huh. but in terms of the quality of the idea and the quality of decision that you're taking you might want to speak to a person who's been there before mm-hmm. right uh if you want to understand from a standpoint in terms of whether it will make money or not even the your mentor might not be the right answer the customer is the one you have to listen to basically right, right. so it is not to figure out who to listen to and who not to listen to and the major learning is that in a lot of cases people better than you smarter than you might be wrong in your context because uh, what they have learned might be contextually correct in their journey so it's very important to figure out who is be giving you the right answer uh, with regards to your context basically so you need people very who are very empathetic who understand things uh, and in a lot of cases people are giving you the wrong answer might give you give you bits and pieces of right answer which are relevant to their context so you have to take those as well right so uh it's a tough nut to crack and i still learn with it um every time i take a wrong decision i still see did i choose the right person to uh seek help from right uh, uh and and that filtering is tough and it can take forever but you know decision making is is what it is uh in life in general so yeah uh, so uh shark tank wale ke baat karte hai shark tank नहीं तो बिल्कुल इट वाज वेरी इनिशियल फेजेस तो बट आई हैव सीन अ लॉट ऑफ शार्क टैंक यूएस एंड ऑस्ट्रेलिया राइट मैंने बहुत सारे देखे हैं बिकॉज़ इंडिया में एक स्टार्टअप का शो आया था आज से 6-7 साल पहले वॉल्ट के नाम से था तो तो मैंने वो भी बहुत देखा था तो आई वाज वेरी इंस्पायर्ड बाय 
uh, entire row, right? And I used to, you know, keep DMing all the people. Judges there also, yeah, they love just be keep getting a scene on their message with no reply, right? So right. <laughs> I was, I had built a business which was just, you know, two years old, maybe in a sweet spot, um, and you know, Shark Tank could be a good opportunity for me to explore. just to experience the sheer joy of pitching right mm-hmm. um, and uh, and because i had trained in theaters as well uh, you know what better a point than actually getting to be on tv and actually pitching right so <laughs> right parts of me which i said right like all parts of you will eventually play a part right right uh, in the google form uh, unka ek form tha not a google form it was just you know they they just asked a couple of questions about legitimacy of the company how much revenue you were making that was the first round second round was very long it was like an 18 page question questionnaire that took me a good two weeks to fill um asked every nitty gritty about the business and the third round was actually a face to face round where they kind of saw whether my business was legit and whether i was an interesting person in the first place right because mm-hmm. on tv so they need interesting people also right, right. so that was the third round and uh, then they actually said ki aap mumbai aa sakte hai right so jab tum chote the internet logera dekhte hai ki aap mumbai aa sakte hai i got it so that was like a huge high basically right i did not tell yeah. anybody when i had applied there like i like to kind of keep my decision making in silence and then suddenly right. like blow it up then i you know um the book flights there and it was a fantastic experience there right um <laughs> Two days prior, we got to know who the judges were. Um, loved the panel. One day prior, before I was actually going to go, like for the actual shoot, I was told that Ranveer was hosting, right? And we had seen roadies as kids. Exactly. So I don't know. It was so many things. It was a huge, uh, you know, plethora of emotions that was coming to me, right? Right. And you know, everybody started to give you perspective. I don't know anywhere between one crore people to like two, three crore people might watch this just one episode in itself, right? So. Um, Uh, you know uh, i had to kind of make sure that the pitch was not just an entrepreneur's pitch but it was an interesting enough pitch for people to listen to and is airable also right so mm-hmm. uh, we were one of the most loved startups we were offered funding by four out of the five investors uh, yeah right from founders from mcure boat lenskart to bharat pay right all four offered us capital and uh, even ranvijay loved the pitch i spoke to him for a good amount of time after the pitch was over as well he also loved the idea um, and the whole experience of actually pitching on stage uh with so many cameras around you uh and it all being live was just um it, it's it's a long pitch right it's at least an hour and a half of an interview uh, like hour and a half of a discussion which condenses to like 20 30 minutes after the edits uh but was yeah, was yeah, yeah, right since that i've had so yeah the behind the scenes kya jata hai aapko matlab did you get to interact with these judges off camera as well and Oh. uh no yeah so they did not let us interact with the judges ranvijay said yes we did interact acha uh, right was, right so the uh, one i think sorry uh, sorry sorry aap bolo i also i think before uh, answering arman's question in terms of how things are before you actually start mm-hmm. this this kind of run you through, run through the pitch that you prepared right and okay. uh, they see whether it is tv presentable or not right because you okay, might okay. an entrepreneur first who's pitching to angel investors tumhari waisi pitch hogi right where you giving a lot of numbers yeah ltv ye sab bol lag jaoge tum right so they told me ki ye sab mat bolo there is going to be somebody in a village listening to your pitch uh, ah, in a theater right. basically right mm-hmm. so then i decided that i have to write a script which uh, somebody in college in nsit would write as a theatrical pitch which would look right, good right right so that is where my writing skills came into picture where i wrote the entire pitch and uh, then when they when they heard that pitch they were like nahi yeah, amazing yeah, like 
as a business and what is it that you are not right and that's a that's a deep question to ask right you keep asking about what is it that you are but what is it that you are not and that gives you clarity about the business right he would ask you how big do you want to make this business which was aired on tv also right um, yeah 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 that so the, this is my answer which i gave and but but uh, it was a good question really deep question to ask right uh, uh, he asked me about you know uh what is the unfair advantage that you have in terms of business in terms of as a product why would healthify me not copy you for example right what mm-hmm. is the advantage mm-hmm. ask me questions about how would you define your business in one one line right what is that one line statement that you would give right that gives you clarity of thought right uh really really good deep questions that he asked and he was the one who actually pushed also significantly uh which did, did not show in the pitch but uh, he did push hard to kind of uh, and and i Uh, the only thing that i messaged him on instagram after the pitch was that you know i loved answering your questions right so right. a lot of fun namita was amazing i think uh, i have to say that all four panelists uh, namita was extremely warm she asked me a lot of good questions from a healthcare standpoint right she asked me a mm-hmm. lot of questions in terms of how you want to take it from a healthcare company right um, and um, and she told me how much potential she sees in me also right that was there right the yeah. founder of bharate uh, contrary to most pitches he did not ask me a lot of questions i think ha right uh, asked me one or two questions at max and uh, he was just he offered us uh, the moment we were done with the pitch they offered us uh, like uh, capital right mm-hmm. and even Aman, he asked us like two three questions they were they were more inclined towards brand marketing uh, and the pitch call like in terms of how you want to scale it up uh aman asked me like anupam from the founder of shadi.com he was the only one who did not offer us capital uh but he also asked us some really good questions in regards to uh, numbers projections mm. so on and so forth, right mm. uh, but but i thoroughly enjoyed uh, you know uh, pitching to all five but piyush was just amazing basically so yeah say right so um if you do not mind us asking when when we saw in the show that you were offered a capital and that at like you 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 like you and the panelists could not come to a mutual agreement so um if you do not mind sharing how what was your thought process going when you got offered that capital for that equity i also the thing was that i had a certain equity cap in mind ki mai iske beyond right 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 mm-hmm, of course so it is very important for you to uh, step into the room being very well prepared in terms of what is your cap and where will mm. you not put your right so mai wo soch ke gaya tha i think the negotiation bit was edited like there was negotiation which did not come across but uh, yeah it it felt edited in the even in the sh- uh, aired yeah. episode yeah. yeah and that's fine i think it's okay mm-hmm. it's absolutely okay because they have to uh, keep mm-hmm. a certain show length in mind right uh, right right really fine but the 
आई हैड अ सर्टन एक्विटी कैप इन माइंड कि मैं इसके बियॉन्ड नहीं जाऊंगा uh and i spoke to my advisors about it also right i told my advisors that you know i might reach out to you on call uh, for help uh, and i spoke to one of my advisors also which was aired also but um i think i had a cap in mind mai usse bhi thoda stretch kiya tha maine in the negotiation bit um i can't share more details because uh you know there is definitely definitely uh, in terms of preparation i i went with a certain cap in mind if it goes beyond that i was sure that i will not take in, take that into account mm-hmm. so right right that is Where it is right now, um, and that's exactly what I did basically, right? Like, uh, both thought process. थोड़ा तुम्हारा लेके ही जाना पड़ता है when you step right. in, right? Because you can't think something new when you have like 15 cameras right, left, and center basically. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> and the ball on your face, yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, as an entrepreneur, how does it feel when, like, if you give out a percent of your company as an equity? Like, does it hurt as an entrepreneur to give out that? Bit of your own brainchild to some people. No, Arman. I think um, one of the l- biggest learnings that I've had is that the only way to make wealth is to share a lot of it, right? And right, hundred percent of zero is zero, mm-hmm. right? So that's right, very right. definitely. Hmm. The second learning that I've had as an entrepreneur is that uh, you have to lose a ton of battles first to be able to win the last battle, right? right. Which means. there are a lot of negotiations where the negotiator might have an upper hand for example if you are hiring an employee and he asks for higher salary uh, than what you can afford in a lot of cases you might have to lose that battle and get that person on board mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they can take a lot of decisions that you are taking and they might grow the company eventually so right so you might lose battle of paying that employee for like x number of years mm-hmm. but eventually the company's revenue grows so much that you win the battle right. Mm-hmm. and that vision is very important for you to know that uh, which are the battles that you are okay losing to win the eventual battle basically right same cases with equity right uh, you know sharing equity can come at uh, sharing leverage or sharing wealth basically right so if if they say mm-hmm. that if i take 5% of a company and i will grow it 2x it's a no brainer because 5% of 2x makes my company bigger right if they right, say right, that, right. Mm-hmm. and i'll make it to 50x then again it's a good decision right Uh, so you have to figure out what is it that they are taking what is the value is it the wealth they are bringing in the table on table is it the color of money that they that they are bringing to the table and how big can they make it basically right so you have to kind of learn that over time right uh, i have had my share of bad decisions also where i said no sometimes and not talking about shark tank in general but yeah, i yeah. want to offer sometimes because uh, they were asking for more equity than i would have <clears throat> wanted to part with but they might have brought a lot of leverage right so you have to figure out what is the leverage that they bring and how fast can you know can they help you save time right all of those things have to be taken into account while you share equity money uh, capital wealth all of those things basically so yeah so who was your ideal shark like yaar ye mil jata to bas ja jate namita yaar namita i think i i love namita yeah she's amazing uh, she's very warm she's extremely nice i i love how uh she has built her company as well it's a huge mm-hmm. uh, pharmaceutical conglomerate it's a big big company um and um, again she was also one uh, shark who really fought uh, hard for us right uh if you saw the video also right she really kind of said was very vocal about the fact that uh, she found a lot of potential in uh, me mm-hmm. and the company yeah so, it showed she really loved uh, speaking to her and uh, um you know she jokingly said that you know in the pitch which was not that you know tumhe to actor ban jana chahiye tum to aise acha ho 
the <laughs> the she, she was she was amazing i i loved uh, speaking to her uh, i think there's a there was a lot of warmth uh, with skill that she was bringing to the table basically right uh, mm-hmm. and um, i i i really had a good time speaking to her so yeah and I, I i told even ranveer ji as well that you know namita is somebody uh, who i really look up to uh, in terms of growing the company or scaling the company so yeah right so last question what are some books or uh, podcast or any content you would recommend to you know someone who wants to start up and break into product also yeah so yaar um, i think Uh, for somebody who's looking to break into product, I would recommend just read this one book, but properly, uh, you know, cracking the PM interview. It's a fantastic book. Uh, in terms of entrepreneurship, I, um, you know, in terms of product management, I also recommend people, uh, you know, uh, read uh, books like The Power of Habit, uh, which teach, teaches you about habit formation, but eventually it uh, tells you about, uh, uh, you know, how to be habit forming products eventually, uh-huh. basically. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's a book by Neer Eyal. Uh, I'm forgetting the name of the book. Uh, it also talks about uh, you know habit, how to build habit-forming products, basically, right? Um, you can probably check it up. It's a fantastic read and talks about you know habit-forming products like you know Facebook, Instagram, Tinder. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of entrepreneurship, there's a fantastic book called The Hard Things About Hard Things. Uh, really talks about a lot of things and you know it'll throw huge one-liners about leadership. life entrepreneurship in general that you know that will really kind of blow your mind right uh, the next book that i would recommend for people who are looking to build a company that is a scalable company which answers a lot of questions about scalability is built to scale uh, that talks about how you should build a company that runs without you having in the having you in the picture basically right so mm-hmm. that as well right i'm a, i'm mostly a fan of non fiction so these are the four right, right 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 so yeah okay. right So um before before we end the podcast I would just like to ask you one uh, it's a very personal question for me as well so um you've been a part of a corporate journey right right after your college and very soon I'm going to be in the same phase as well like I'm in my pre final year right now so yeah. what so what practical advice would you give me or the listeners who will be listening to us to when they like the the very first day when they step out into the real world out of the college um Yeah, I think uh, now is the opportunity. So you know, I I tell people that you know, seventeen, eighteen to twenty one, twenty two are your formative years, right? Right, uh, right, right. But uh, but but the point that now that you've got into the job, the world will tell you that uh, you know uh, you're settled because you have a salary. Mm. And colleges like ours do pay a lot, right? And yeah. you make way too much money, right? Uh, as you mm-hmm. kind of grow, even if you kind of sensibly work hard enough. But I I typically recommend people that the only way to kind of get meaning in life is to crave for ruckus and lack of stability, which means that always crave for things that give you instability. And you know, when you look back ten years back in your life, you should have a lot of stories to tell, right? Right, and right, right. You need to tell a lot of, to to be a good storyteller is to have a lot of stories. And the only way to right. get them is to actually crave for things that. Uh, that you think will make the world a better place or bring more meaning to your life basically right mm-hmm. now that you're sitting into the corporate life the world will tell you that your education is done in all likelihood you might add max to a masters but now is the time uh, to realize that people when when people tell you that the race is over is when the race has actually started and it's not a race in <laughs> yeah it's, it's not yeah and the only people who will actually uh, you know 
win this marathon or be do good at it when there is no uh, winner in the first place mm. are the and not who are not intense who are not consistent but who are con- consistently intense which means that your intensity does not have to happen in those three months of you preparing for the placements but it has to happen right. like from 22 to 32 from 32 to 42 right so the game is to actually be intense for a very long duration right and the compounding effect will take care of things right it will come to you in form of wealth it will come to you in terms of faith uh, in terms of uh, recognition it will come to you in terms of uh, you know lot of uh, lot of growth but the compounding takes place for people who are consistently intense and that is the game right um, so so the major thing that i would tell to people uh, who are stepping in their careers is now now your character will truly show when there is no competition and nobody is watching right so uh, i think that brings us to the end of our episode thanks thanks a lot sail for joining us i hope you had a good time with us thank you so and much thank you guys for having me and i had a great right. uh, talking to you guys thank you so much thank you so much for listening to this episode If you do like this episode and found this adding some value in your life then do consider following our channel. Thanks a lot for tuning in and see you all in the next episode.